It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes, yes, we back Black History Year 2022 yeah. You know Yes, sir uh, Yeah, man, salute to Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King, or Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, I'm Jr. Shout out no to doubt. that man. You know, salute. I just got done watching MLK slash FBI right before mm. we cracked the mic. Really? How was that? Good. It was good. It was good. It was, you know, Jagger Hoover was, was going for him, boy. He gunning for him. He was, you know. That motherfucker had it. Had a real vendetta against King, like seriously tapping mm-hmm. the phones. The thing, you know, the thing about this, uh, this uh, documentary, what they do show though, you know, they tapped his phones. They got his man Clarence Jones's house. Mm-hmm. Um, Clarence Jones, one of his, I think, one of his speechwriters or one of his close, you know, colleagues. He came mm-hmm. home one day. His wife was like. Hey, um, how come you ain't tell me that the uh, that the phone company was coming over to put in new lines? He was like, I ain't phone co- I didn't talk to the phone company. He's like, well, they spoke to you. They put in some new lines. They cracked something over here in the closet, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. He said it took a couple hours. He was like, you know what? I knew my phone was bugged. But same time, King came over a couple days later to, you know, to, you know, I guess hang out on, a, on one of his stops. Along the way, now mm-hmm. I don't know if Clarence didn't tell him. I would imagine Clarence should have said, "Yo, I think my shit is bugged." Either mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. Um, that's when they started getting, you know, a little bit of audio of King, uh, you know, on the uh, on the cheating tip, mm-hmm. you know, out there talking to other women, and mm-hmm. you know, so that was really. That's what they were really like leaning on him with. Like they had some some tapes of him talking to other women. Like all the other shit. That wasn't that wasn't even what they were looking for. They were just trying to get some more intel on his movement, you know, because they were branding King as the most dangerous man in America, mm-hmm. you know, and disrespectful and dishonest and all of that. Like they were killing mm-hmm. him. And right. back then, polls were like, you know, when they did like a little Gallup poll between him and J. Edgar Hoover. Like fifty percent were going for Jagger Hoover, twenty percent was going for King, maybe twelve percent actually, mm-hmm. and then the rest were just like we don't follow the story. So, mm-hmm. just to put that into a bit of um, whatever to put that into some some context. But anyway, so then, you know, they got this uh, they got these tapes with him talking to other women, and you know they going in, they like they they're bugging all of his hotel rooms, all types of shit. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, um, you know, I think they told King, you know, this was, they're going to drop it. Actually, they mailed the tapes to him, Coretta, and I forget who the third person was. Mm-hmm. But with a note talking about, you should just kill yourself. Like, they were <laughs> on it like that. Yeah, it was crazy. So, um, I guess long story can't be shown when you say it twice. But long story short again... Uh, so they talk about all of that, but then the other thing is the tapes are supposedly alleged to come out in 2027, you know? Mm. So it's just like, 
you know, um, there's the discussion of should the tapes have ever, should they ever be um, brought to <coughs> the light of day? You know, what does that do to his legacy? Blah, blah, blah. You know, Clarence Jones still alive. And he was like, look, he said, look, did, was he was he cheating? Yes, that was factual. You know, mm-hmm. but well, does that mean that he was any less of a leader? You know, no, I don't think so. And a lot of other people were like, I don't think these um, these tapes should come out. Some people were like, you know, it's just going to make his legacy just a little bit more complicated, blah, blah, blah. You know, but uh, it was worth checking out. It's still on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's called MLK mm-hmm. slash FBI. I had been meaning nah. to watch it for a while. And, uh, you know, his birthday observation yesterday. No, it was cl- set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Now was Clarence Jones. Oh, but Jones. you know, go hold, 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 real quick, real quick. Well, fuck it. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Because no, I, no, no, I jumped ahead. right into that shit. I didn't even say what up, dude. What's popping? No, with no, you? no, no. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Right, we gonna well, get to fuck that. it. We're going to get into all of that. But you know, yeah, what's good? But no, yeah, what's did, the question? Did Clarence Jones, was he the one? It's a video drop yesterday. Uh, I guess on his birthday, you had a guy kind of talking. And it looked like this Clarence, Clarence Jones guy said he was on the balcony with King. And, you know, he made like a Freudian slip that everybody kind of, you know what I'm saying, pinpointed as uh, you always got to watch your friends. Because he, he was like, I was standing next to him on the balcony. He was waving to people and, you know, and I moved. And when I moved, you know what I'm saying, then he's like, you know, then they had a clear shot to take mm. the shot. You know what I'm saying? So people are like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's almost like he didn't mean to say it like that, but he said it like that. So, right. You know what I'm saying? And he had the and you saying he had the bug in the house? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't seen that clip, so I can't really Yeah, uh, it's it's circulating right now. I saw it earlier today. Now I would say this though. Yeah. I watched um there's a video on YouTube Mm -hmm. um that's that was taped by NBC uh, like eleven months before he got shot. And, um, you know, it's in his church, in the church, and it's, you know, white guy asking him questions about the movement. And, you know, at this point, he's, you know, some years removed, like 10 years removed from, like, the mar- some of the marches and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really know it was that much time between this stuff when he died, you know? I'm thinking all of it happened in the, you know, same little one, two years, and you know what I'm saying? Bam, he dead. But, mm. but, um, in this interview, he was, he's, you know, the guy asked him about the movement. He was like, yeah, you know, that's the way we looked at it at that point. You know what I'm saying? That's the best way I thought it was, you know. And um, and then he was saying, um, you know, uh, why did you guys use choose nonviolence? And, you know, you know, the whole interview, he looking tight. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the soft look, you know, Dr. King from the I Have a Dream speech. It's, he tight. You know what I'm saying? He like, well, listen, man. He like, look, you know, we chose nonviolence because that's my morals. But even if you think about it, like, if we chose violence, we're outnumbered. We don't have the tools. We don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would not that would never work. You know what I mean? And then um, they started talking about more stuff, and he started talking about, you know, the future of the shit. And he, you know, started talking about the economic stuff. And that's the only way to really make it work is to get our economics right. Bomb, bomb, bomb. And he tight. Now, he ain't saying this shit kind and friendly. He kind of, like... You know, clenched mm-hmm. jaw saying this shit. Yeah. And then um and he was like, you know, he quoted uh James Baldwin, like, you know, like like my friend Jimmy Baldwin said, you know, you know Jimmy 
it's like, you know, did we integrate into a burning house? You know what I'm saying? And right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this nigga talking, he talking Malcolm X kind of talk. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And he, then he just, he went hard. He was like, you know, the, the youth out here, they're asking for, you know, uh, a revolution of values out here. And, you know, he wasn't saying he was, he was about, he was like, had a little sweat on his brow. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah. Man, he was he wasn't he changed. He wasn't the same dude that we be seeing over and over and over in this particular clip and in some of the other ones that I saw of his later speeches. You know what I'm saying? So he had uh he was moving into a different kind of philosophy. He was like, you know, yeah, we did it that way, like, you know, and that's what we were on. But, you know, basically he was like I thought that y'all was a little better than what y'all really is. You know what I'm saying? You, you white folks, boy, ain't playing fair. So I think we got to move in a whole nother direction. Mm. So like you could look it up. Like the, the speech is kind of like the title of it is something like Martin Luther King 11 months before he was assassinated speech, you know, okay. interview, something like that. Yeah. So I, I saw, I you know, I, yeah. yeah, I've never seen that side of them. You know what I'm saying? I've heard about mm-hmm. the economic speeches at the end, but I've never watched them myself or watched him in video myself. Like you know, the way he was, his demeanor, and the way he talked about that shit. He was a little more passionate in a in the other way than than he was in his uh, I have a dream, you know, right. optimistic speeches. Right, right. His patience was wearing thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, <laughs> you know, he was a bad dude. Like he was really damn near unflappable. Like the questions that they would ask him, just in you know, like in deep earnest, would be so disrespectful. Like they mm-hmm. would just say, you know, this is back when everybody we we still the Negro, you know, and they were talking about they were like uh, one lady. She was just like a, one of the press secretaries. And, you know, it's so funny because it was the, what it was, it was just the, uh, just the, those were the times back then. Everybody, you know, even if they weren't overtly racist, they were benefiting from racism, you know? Like, it's like some things, not to say that they were being uh, intentionally racist, even if they were trying to be, quote unquote, non-bias you know they the zeitgeist was very much racist so questions like just a sincere question would be like um you know do you do you think that the negro is asking for too much too soon you know and upsetting the the white people should you know is that will white people be resentful because the negro is asking for too much uh too soon like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we talking about just equal rights and shit like that but they like hold on a minute you know what i'm saying like yo you you getting me tight because you want equality my nigga we're gonna get to that when we get to that that's kind of what that felt like but you know he handles these questions so smoothly and he makes the point yeah, I hear that, but this is what this is, and no, this is not a problem, and blah blah blah. Like he he was a hell of a speaker. Mm-hmm. He would he would you know he would be poised, but effective. You know, like he wasn't backpedaling. You know, one of the one of the lines that I like that he said. He said, you know, um, 
He said, now, you know, the Negro is standing up a little taller, standing straighter, <laughs> you know? And you, you can't ride a man's back unless his back is bent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was just some slick shit. So there was that. And then, uh, honestly, I think, you know, and people feel there's this theory, and it, it probably is, I'm sure there's some truth to it, you know? Like, uh, like I said, you know, Hoover was tight. King was getting the Nobel Peace Prize at like 34 or something like that. So worldwide, people were loving him, like mm-hmm. over, you know, internationally and things like that. But Hoover was still tight, and he's like, yo, how are they celebrating this cat? You know, and then, um, you know, what seemed to have happened, or the theory is, you know, like there were all of these these movements for civil rights justice and justice for, you know, black Americans, but what he noticed too is just to kind of galvanize to make things a little stronger. That's when he started. He was like, he was going to do the poor people's March. Right. So he was like, you know, people that weren't making any money. So now this is not just, um, black people. These are people that are underpaid. We all going to descend on the Capitol. This is what we're going to do. And then that kind of really shook people down a little bit. And you know, that was kind of ultimately like that was on the agenda right before he was killed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, salute to that man. You know, he made a, a great sacrifice. Uh, and it's worth checking out. MLK slash FBI. It's on Hulu. It's, 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 uh, it's a pretty good documentary. Mm-hmm. But how you doing, man? What's going on? How was your How was your King Day? How was your weekend? All of that. What's good? Man, I, I worked on King Day. Mm. You know uh, what I'm saying? Fulfilling the economic part of his dream. See, they got us stuck on the, you know what I mean? <laughs> on the, you know what I'm saying? The kumbaya part of the, the dream. Hand holding. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get to the, the economic freedom part of it. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Trying to be absent to the poor people's march. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, I ain't on nothing like, you know, everybody should work, you know what I mean? Take the holiday for sure. You know what I mean? Respect the whole thing. But uh, I had shit to do. <laughs> I'm on a deadline, baby, an impossible yeah. deadline. One of them ones where, you know, in real life it shouldn't be able to be done type of shits. So mm. I'm all I'm off in a whole nother dimension trying to bend time and bend space so that uh we could accommodate you know what I'm trying to get done, and um, you know so far so far it's working out. You know, um, it's funny how that how it works. You know, what I mean, sometimes you you get caught up in damn, what if it don't happen, or you know, you get caught up in you know people thinking it may not happen, or the pressure coming from outside sources about you know what's possible and what's not, and then. Um, but then you had to take yourself away from it. You had to strip your you had to strip yourself away from it, and really look at you know, shit. This has been done before. You know, I've done it before. Not this same thing, but I've done this type of thing before. You know, um, so that gives me the faith to know that it can happen. So, you know, if somebody don't believe it can happen, it's okay. You know what I mean? Because you spend energy worrying about what they talking about, then you take the energy away from really zoning in and making shit work, you know? And sometimes, you know, the the 
the system that you may have built may fail you. You know what I mean? People may fail, fail you, or people may not be on the same speed. And, you know, at the end of the day, all you can worry about is how can you bring the right energy to make that shit work? And that's what I'm in right now. I'm in, in that whole that whole universe of shh, this shit got to work. It's only, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I was writing my notes and, and um, I writing my notes, you know, about what I had to do. And before I started, you know, you know, sometimes you just write shit. You don't know why you wrote it. You know what I'm saying? You never seen, you never wrote these words before. You didn't even think these words. You just, I sat down, I wrote the date, wrote the, the title of what I needed to do. And then, mm-hmm. and then the first, first words came out of my pen was no other option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying And so I knew then That shit Ain't no option Ain't no option Other than The The desired result And You know Then went to it You know there you go. Uh, Quincy, Ain't no plan B Right yeah. It's like It's like You know Quincy Jones say this thing Like Sometimes you gotta leave the door open To let Let God come in the room You know what I'm saying And right. That's what you do, you know what I mean? You 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 take yourself out of the uh, the dimension of where you at and put yourself in a place where you can really get help where where it can help, you know? And when you let when you let God in the room, you know what I'm saying? Strange things can happen, you know what I mean? That 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 shouldn't be able to happen. And so that's where I'm at, man. You know, I don't know if I'm sounding crazy or not, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's what I was right. doing on <laughs> For the night before the King Eve. Okay. Twas the night before MLK Day. <laughs> right. Right. Nah, man. Shit, you going to get it done. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you got to. Gotcha. I mean, it's, it's it's rolling now. The train, and the train is going downhill now. It's just that yeah. first part. It's like when you don't have nothing yet and you can't see it yet and nobody can see it yet. So you got to make it into something so you'll be able to see it, you know? Mm. And, and then once you see it, it's like, oh, hell, okay, we good. We real good. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I ain't worried yeah. about that. We good, good. Keep going. Yes, sir. So that's, um, that's, that's what's going on, man. So I'm just trying to hit some deadlines, trying to zone in, trying to make mm-hmm. some shit, you know what I'm saying, that, um, that, that the world could, you know, be – you know, informed, entertained, or, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, inspired by. Mm-hmm. I hope How you feel? I know I know the stress is on, so you're trying to get it done, but, you know, throughout the process, how do you, what are your, what are your feelings on what you think this, uh, the impact of the, the final product is going to be? Well, I, I think, you know, one, it's one of these things like when you're doing it, you start you start looking at it almost as a as a as somebody who watching it, just watching it. You know, what I mean, right. you 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 start to realize that, you know, I haven't seen this conversation had, you know, within the media space. You know, it happens amongst us it happens when you're there or in it. But I haven't seen it, you know, on a platform had in this manner. So one I think it's going to be an important documentation of just how important this space is for people. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
and and what it means to a certain segment of the population. And, you know, I think somebody who hasn't ever heard about that space or is thinking about going into that space, I think it, it's going to inspire some people. I think some mm-hmm. people going to have a rebuttal and be like, ah, that's bullshit, you know what I mean? Um, but what I'm trying to make is is a thing where you feel the spirit of what people saying. You feel you 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 they're talking from a feeling and not from, you know, from a necessarily a fact base. You know what I'm saying? This is not like a not a fact base. We're fact finding, making news here. This is just digging deep into a a feeling that people experience when um going into these spaces. So the soul uh, of it. Yeah, the soul like, you know what I mean? It's it's because when you're talking about HBCUs and, and homecoming, a lot of times people get lost in, you know, okay, it's some parties, you know what I mean? Niggas okay, niggas get drunk and, you know, have fun. Um but no matter understand why this shit is important unless you've been there, unless you've, you've experienced it, right? So I think with the um with the <clears throat> when you tap into the, the 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 way people talk and feel and what I'm trying to illustrate is that there's nowhere in America outside of those spaces where this conversation even can be had or or or, or where it exists. You go to work and you talk to your coworkers and you work with people who never experienced it. They're like, "Okay, cool. Sounds fine. All right. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You know, uh, if you go back to the hood and you got people who who don't really understand where you've been and and what it's all about, you be like, "Okay, nigga, we, we going to the club. What's up?" You know. So, I think the feeling that you get is only experienced when you've been through it, you know. And I you know, I just hope people could feel that from what we put together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And be interested in it just from an outside perspective. Like if you never experienced it to be interested in it. I know people who experience it, they're gonna know exactly what's going on. But right. I just hope we could present it in a way where that feeling can be trans um ported from the screen into the th- the viewer. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully so, um, and hopefully the people that never you know, experience that shit will be drawn to want to experience it. You know, right. Based right. off of what they see. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. so that's, you know, uh. that's, that's what, you know, that's what it looked like. All right. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Can't wait to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, you spoke of, of, you know, letting God in the room mm-hmm. and, uh, this is God related. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see, this video of Pastor Mike Todd. He's a he's a younger pastor. He's got a, a pretty strong following. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he's doing a sermon, and I forget what the scripture he's um, he's referencing, but it's something about you know, uh, I guess God spit in the eye of somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and make them blind. So you can see. I don't. You know, let me not get. Too, it was supposed to be to heal them. That's what it's when God. Yeah, to heal them, right? You know, exactly. Spitting the mud, rubbed it on. The, you know, what I'm saying it was for right. healing, right? Okay. So to kind of send it on home, this cat 
uh, hawk spit like twice in his hands, <laughs> rubbed the spit around his hands, and then wiped this on this man's face in a in an attempt to illustrate the word. Now, look, I believe in God. I'm a spiritual person. You know what I mean? I go to church every so often. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I prefer a more uh, less dramatic uh, way to articulate the word. But, you know, every, you know, look, there's everybody got their license to take it how they want to take it to deliver uh you know, said scripture. It was a little much, you know, mm-hmm. it was a little much. It spun around the internet fast. Everybody's breaking it down. One thing that I was, uh, what I kind of respected about it, you know, not respected about it. It was wild. Absolutely. It was wild. But one thing that I kind of respected was the pastor. Cause I, you know, went on his Instagram and he spoke to it, you know, he was like, you know, I did too much. You know what I'm saying? I did too much. In short, I did too much. It was a little, it was a little dramatic. It, you know, let's talk about when the spit hit the fan. You know, he had a little bit of uh, levity with it or whatever. Uh, and he, he owned it. Like, you know, I was doing too much. I was trying to bring across this, uh, I was trying to bring across this analogy or whatever, but you know, it, it was, it was a little too far gone. And for that, I apologize. And that was interesting, you know, like, because uh, initially everybody was like, ah, oh, this is some bullshit. What kind of church is this? Da, 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 da. You know, churches already can be under the eye of scrutiny from various people just in general, you know, because that deals with faith and people's faith can, you know, it can vacillate. Some people have, you know, a deep well of faith and they'll go as far, you know, and beyond just if they feel like that's what they're called to do. Right, mm-hmm. and there's other people that are judging. Like, I don't know, I don't know if I'll do that. That's a little much. You sure about that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't see the jig, you know all of that. <laughs> so I appreciate the fact that the cat was, you know, he he was accountable for it, you know. Um, and I mean, that was that was really more so than anything. I that was really the takeaway from what I had. I mean, like you know, it's. It's like, you know, I hate to to put it in the perspective of a performer, you know, uh, because these are anointed individuals, you know, you know, at least that's what a lot of them claim, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not trying to, you know, be funny about it. But uh, so, you know, I look at it. I've always looked at the performance element of pastors and preachers you know because they're especially in black churches you gotta you gotta captivate this audience Mm -hmm. so as a performer sometimes you cross the line sometimes you go too far sometimes (laughs) you gotta walk it back you know sometimes you was doing too much sometimes you you won't know where the line is until you cross it and i mean that second hawk spit i mean i i felt i even the crowd was like oh you could hear it in the crowd You know, as the, as the, you know what I mean? And then when he wiped it on the face, the people were like, oh, oh no, you know, all of this. And, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts about that is what I'm saying. That, that's, that's really it. That's just. Well, one, I wonder, on internet. <laughs> I wonder, you know what I'm saying, if he, you know, let the guy know if the guy was in on the act, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
like this is what I'm gonna do, you know what I mean? It's, you know, right. Brother, I know you're going through it. I got something for you. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I'm saying? I wonder what the setup was. Or did he, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> was it a pre pro meeting? Right. Or was did he it, yeah. just blindly molest his face with, with hawk spit? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's one. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Two, you know, you, 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 it was of concern that, you know, is even the church trying to get in on the viral moments? You know what I'm saying? Is everybody trying to make their play to spin the internet for the week? Um, mm. You know, it's like you know, is it like you know? Let's 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 do something that's gonna shock, shake them up out here. That's gonna spin the internet. You know, shit. You know, um, I don't know, man. You know, a lot of this stuff is performative, like you said. Um, you know, I'm, you know. Of course, he sat down and thought about this and thought it out. This one, I'm, you know, this I'm a phrase this or this the scripture I'm align it to. Um, but you know, again, he didn't know how people was gonna take it. He just knew what he he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And by the, you know, the reaction of issuing the apology, I think if I'm going with my own skepticism. I think he already knew it would be shocking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't, it wasn't that odd that he came back and walked it back. But at this point, you know, all all news is good news. You know what I'm saying? They they done said my name. They talking about me on the podcast. Yeah, I'm in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, obviously people watch him already, but like, nah, they know my name now, boy. You know what I mean? And I come back next week with a more standard traditional shit. You know what I mean? And I ride that for a few months until I need to, you know what I'm saying, drum up a few more viewers. So maybe he accomplished everything he needed already by the time he made the apology. You know what I'm saying? It's always easy to apologize after you done made your move. So, yeah. you know, hopefully, hopefully he got what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that man with the with the hawk spit face, you know what I'm saying, got what he wanted out of it or at least got some blessings. And you know, <laughs> yeah, that was that was an uncomfortable thing to watch. Hawkspin is always gonna make me cringe a little bit. And then my man, you know, every time he he you know he pulled back, he cocked it back. You know, mm-hmm. you can see my man on the side, his assistant per se. You can see him like kind of shift a little bit, kind of look away as if you know it was gonna come to somebody else. Like it was, ah, you know, but. uh it is what it is. That's what's going on out here. That's that's what's in the world. That's what they're that doing what out here. Doing. That's what they're doing. They're getting, you know, everybody trying to go viral. Everybody trying to uh, build some attention. And another thing I saw on the internet today, too, on some attention seeking, curious what you think about this. So I want to get my man's name right. Uh... This guy is running for the Senate seat in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. The dude's name is, uh, what's his name? Is his name Gary Chambers? Mm-hmm. Gary Chambers. Mm-hmm. He is running for the U.S. Senate Mm -hmm. in Louisiana. Now, the video is him in a large field. I'm not sure if it's a marijuana field. 
but he's got a backwood stuffed, filled with with you know with tree, you know, like uh, hopefully some zaza. I'm not sure. Somebody said but, he had an uh, eighth, a whole eighth. Yeah, whole three five in there. You know, back in the days they would have called that a Godfather. That's what they used to say when you catch you 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 break a cigar down and you like you pack it into where it looked like a regular cigar, but it's all weed. So he's sitting there. He got a backward with a, at least an eighth in there. He's, you know, legs crossed, real relaxed, line up, you know, bushy fro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Suit on, burning it down. Like the like the blunt at the top of the the top of the uh the ad. Hey, uh, you know, he's spitting some facts about how you know, at least I think thirty-seven people. I'm not thirty-seven percent. I'm not sure. I don't want to. Thirty-seven seconds. Someone is arrested for possession of marijuana. Yes, arrested. four times mm-hmm. more likely. Black people are four times more likely to to be prosecuted for weed. More often than not, they're not dealers. They're just people, you know, indulging in a little bit of pot. We called it pot, which was which was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. And he's burning. He's burning it down, down. You know what I'm saying? Like he, Inhaling he and puffing. Through this. Yeah, he tan through it. This is, this is a crazy a crazy blunt, too. So he tan through This must have been a few takes. So he tan through He damn near to a roach. And he's like, you know, um, similarly to me. You know, I'm Gary Chambers. I'm running for U.S. Senate. You know what I mean? Right. And <laughs> this shit, as you would say, is spinning the internet. You know? It's out there. People are looking at it. People are like, you know, wow. It's a stunt on a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know, politics has a lot of smoke and mirrors. Not always backward smoke, but smoke and mirrors, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, I, you know, I, I I sent it around to a couple people, you know, some of my, my smoker friends and shit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, to get their take on it, you know? One of my smoker friends was like, ah, nah, I'm good. I'm not voting for that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> Which was hilarious to me because I'm like, damn, man. They don't, they don't trust I, a smoker. <laughs> right. right. A smoker. I thought you Yeah, I thought you'd be supportive. You know, you're like, nah, I'll be not enough for Senate. <laughs> My homie was like, not for Senate, chill. I was like, you know, honestly, there's probably a large majority of senators that smoke weed, if not do more shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But this cat just putting it on Front Street. You know, putting the, um, bringing this idea at least front and center so we could, you know, have the conversation. And obviously, again, it's like, it's trying to gain some attention. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now you, this person's in the conversation. People are talking about it. People are looking at it. Oh, shit. You see the motherfucking video with the guy running for center? He burning the tree? You know, like that is something. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what the rest of his platform is, but, uh, I said, and I again, I maybe I'm when I mean, I'm not maybe I've been quite disillusioned with politics over the last couple of years, especially with this whole COVID situation and just other things. So, um, and if I'm being truly, truly, truly transparent, I don't all the way know everything that Senate does. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but uh, my homie was like, "Would you vote for him?" I said, "I don't know." Maybe I'd have to see the rest of his campaign, see what else he's talking about. Uh, I'm not going to vote for him because he's burning trees, but I'm not going to all the way disqualify him just mm-hmm. because he's blowing a tree. 
You know what I mean? It was obviously it was a tactic to get people's attention. And, um, you know, if he got more shit to say than maybe, but uh, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand? What's your thoughts? Man, I'm definitely not voting for him because he's smoking trees on the on the commercial. You know what I'm saying? One, I'm going to have to, you know, do some due diligence to see if this is even a prank. You know what I'm saying? If this is a, it's an online skit, first of all. Mm. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> That was you know, point. I didn't do that. <laughs> but, wait, wait, wait. I know you said you're not voting for him because he smoked a tree, but would you disqualify him? No, no, no. I ain't going to disqualify him, but okay. you know what I'm saying? It does add another layer of due diligence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. Like, you know, <clears throat> yeah, you got my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know your name now. You know what I'm saying? But now let me let me see what's good, you know? Um Shit, let me, and us might offer a little prayer for your shit, cause shit, I don't think marijuana is legal in Louisiana, but okay, you know what I'm saying? And they go hard over there. That's you know what I'm saying? You might be the yeah. next. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thirty-seven seconds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shit. You might be the next one on the thirty-eighth second. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's a stunt. I know your name. You know, I'm, I'm gonna look it up, see what it is. You know what I mean? But you know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know your politics. I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Shit, it's plain. Shit, I, I bet George Bush liked to smoke a blunt. But, you know, I wasn't going to vote for him. So, I don't know. I had to check him out. I do know he was committed, though. You know what I'm saying? Because it looked like it's, it had started to rain. He had raindrops all on him and shit. So, he was like, nah, we gonna finish this motherfucker, man. We done, I done yeah, paid this yeah. cameraman. Shit, that nigga, man, come uh, on now. Nah. I know your camera. I, blunt. I know you don't want your camera to get wet, but shit, we got to finish this. <laughs> right, right. Let's get to it. I ain't even noticed that. That's some funny. That's some camera. That's some real like uh, some camera shit. Cause I didn't yeah. even peep any of the. the yeah, nah. The, look uh, out. It, it looked like it had been raining. He got little raindrops on the suit. You know what I'm saying? When they when they okay. push in on the close up, he right. got little raindrops on the suit. Like you know, but he was committed yeah. to finishing. Yeah. Like we ain't nah, we ain't coming funny. back out here. I ain't paying you another day. Come out here again, man. Only thing about yeah, only thing about uh, you know, smoking in your campaign ad is if you do get the job, which I don't think he's gonna win, but uh who knows? I don't think he's gonna get blown out. Who knows? I don't know his competition. Yeah, he might but, not even um, be in the running. <laughs> he might not. It might be all a mixtape setup. You know who saying? knows? All it I might know. be like a Kanye West campaign, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm running for president. Yeah. Okay, it could be, <laughs> but I know if he was to get the denomination or actually get the seat, anytime he fuck up, they gonna blame it on the tree. They gonna be like, "This nigga here." See, that's what the problem is. Your ass is too busy getting high, and you ain't passed this motherfucking bill. That's what the thing is. See, now he kind of hampered himself a little bit, <laughs> even though. And this is the thing. This goes with the stigma. You know, they're still going through the stigma. Uh, the destigmatizing of marijuana, right? Because when it comes to politics and campaigns in particular, like president, I guess when the, in the Bush election, W Bush election, I think this is where it kind of started, but you know, there became that whole thing of, you know, I'd like to vote for a president that I could have a beer with, mm-hmm. you know, now a beer could be a little mind altering too, mm-hmm. but a beer don't have that stigma on it. You know what I'm saying? So you could have a drunk-ass president. I mean, one beer ain't going to get you spinny. But you could, you know, potentially have a a president with the sips. 
but it'd be cool because, you know, it doesn't hold the same stigma as a motherfucker with the eighth in the backwood. <laughs> but um, anyway, it was interesting. It spun the internet. It was something to, to, to talk about. It made I it mean, to the conversation. Shout I out mean, to you know, You know Obama smoked the reefer. So, yeah. Yeah. Clinton too. Nobody just, hell, nobody don't want to see Obama smoking the reefer though. <laughs> now I wouldn't mind. Now I'm it talking about would, talking yeah. about on the run up, you know what I'm saying? As a right. as a local politician, as a senator, as a president, you know? Mhm. Mhm. Like yeah. who knew what was in Clinton's um cigars? He might have had the cigar roll with, the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know? But you know, we know what his cigar was in, but that's well, a whole nother conversation. Yeah, that's, that's another story. Uh, yeah, man, that's a whole yeah, another thing. <laughs> what's up with you, man? What's going on? I just told you what was up with me. <laughs> well, what, what else is going on? Anything else on your mind, man? I'm nah, you man. Know. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying uh, this. This, uh, you know, finally jumping into the NBA season and shit, right? Right. Because I've been seeing a lot of talk about my my little dog, uh, John Morant. <clears throat> yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then now everybody trying they they uh, they trying to see what what I was trying to say last year. You know what I'm saying, how doggish he is out there, and uh, uh-huh. it's starting to pay off for him. Like he getting a little attention about it now, but <clears throat> it's funny because they on like a little win streak. They on a tear right now, and and he he's showing off. You know what I'm saying? He giving you what you came to see. But the the weird part about it is like people now, people who weren't talking about him at all last week or the week before or last month or whatever, and now like is he getting too cocky? He's too big for his britches, you know what I'm saying? And you need to humble them. Like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Either you, you know what I'm saying? If he wasn't doing shit, you weren't gonna be talking about him at all. You know what I'm saying? And when he was doing shit, you weren't talking about him at all. Now they dogging niggas out on the court. And they winning and they tearing through the NBA and they beating some substantial teams. Now is he he needs to be humbled, you know what I mean? And like it's it's just bugged out how how um energetic fans are out here. But I'm just glad to see that, you know, people talking about him, you know what I'm saying? And then one of the things that was real interesting because, you know, boom, we play for Memphis. So somebody put up his rookie card and then on the rookie in the audience in the crowd on his rookie card is Dolph. And uh, mm-hmm. Key Glock in the background and Country Black and Crunchy Black. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. this nigga here is blessed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just to have all of the members of the culture on your rookie right. card. Like, that's like dope. Album cover. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I'm like, shit, that's all my, all my homies, all my young homies right there in one space. Right, right. <laughs> so. Did you cop it yet or not? Nah? I can't find I can't find out if that's the the ones that I see. I don't think they the real like they the ones. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they, okay. I don't yeah. see like some nineteen dollar ones and shit like that. But I don't think they the ones. I gotta I don't I ain't never collect that type of shit. So I don't know how to find the one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because yeah. you don't want to be stuck with the one. Oh, like you know with the with the, <laughs> the bootleg. Yeah, yeah. With the with the the unofficial jersey. You don't want the unofficial yeah. jersey. Remember when throwbacks right. was out and your your shit wasn't the authentic. You're like, oh. This shit is a swing man. You ain't got no <laughs> you know stitching like, in your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't do your research. Now you got a swing man and shit. It's like, ah, <laughs> man, damn. This flimsy in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Niggas, oh, you wonder shit, why niggas yeah. ain't giving you no respect in the club and shit. 
Like, damn. No jerseys, fam. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Did you <laughs> see motherfuckers? Yeah, nah. Nah, nah B. Niggas questioning your jury and shit, nah. <laughs> the one ply jersey. <laughs> this shit is thin. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. Shout out to John Moran. He's been killing shit. He's definitely, you know, I ain't really been following a whole lot of games, but he is dominating the highlight circuit. There's always, a, it's at least weekly, if not two to three times a week, this kid got a highlight. I mean, if he ain't banging on somebody or jumping all the way in the air, pulling the, just taking my man's shot. Out of midair, <laughs> like this kid is going crazy. The I am getting a little, huh? Now nah, go ahead. Yeah, now nah, I'm. It's it's part of me, and maybe it's because I saw somebody make this comment. They were like, "This cat reminds me of '04, maybe '07, Derrick Rose." That got me a little nervous. Yeah. So somebody's like, yeah, he doing a lot of jumping. Nah. And you just like, I hope nothing crazy. He's young. He's supposed right. to be young. He got he got a point to prove, and he seemed like he's just that type. He's that athletic. I just yeah. hope the kid don't get hurt. Nah, you know? see, and, see. Nah, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, nah, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, nah, go I got ahead. another get, thing. Put the and. Nah, I'm going to go somewhere else. So. Oh. When, see, the, the thing about that somewhere. comment right there, the Derrick Rose comment, is two different kinds of physics going on. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose was super athletic, but he was super fast. And the moves that he made, they were super, I'm going to run real, 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 real fast. And then I'm going to stop on a dime and go the other fucking way. You know what I'm saying? That's what killed Derrick Rose more than his jumping. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he could jump, but it was that, that, that speed physics versus that, you know, stop. You know what I'm saying? On a dime shit. You know what I'm saying? That that really messed Derrick Rose up a little bit. Like the way this cat move, he move in a different kind of way. You know what I'm saying? You can see his steps are measured. You know what I'm saying? He'll go fast, but he not doing those those little jag jab steps and all that. He doing like a different kind of motion with his shit. And it's you know it's always interesting, especially like like growing up in the hood. It's always like that that super athletic kid that got a different kind of motion than everybody else. You're like, damn, that nigga run crazy. You know what I'm saying? Super fast, but just the way they move, like um, like Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga got a different kind of vision than a regular person. He not, they not regular like that. So, Ja, the biggest thing against him, it would, I wouldn't put him in a Derrick Rose category. I just think the nigga is so, like, fearless as far as running up on these niggas that <laughs> he might catch a bad one, you know what I mean? Coming in, like, not from his own, on his own regard, but, like, from somebody just hitting him the wrong way while he up there levitating and shit. So right. if somebody asked him, you know, who in the NBA would you that you want to dunk on that you haven't dunked on yet? And he said, uh, I want to dunk on LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I run right home, put, put that on a poster. You know what I'm saying? Blow it all the way up. And so the other night they played the Lakers. <laughs> and he he looked like he was about to have that opportunity. LeBron was like, oh, nah, nigga. And LeBron did it way? clean. He did it. Nah, uh-huh. LeBron fouled that nigga. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But he did okay. it clean because he, he went straight. Like, uh-huh. like if you look, like the side way to, you know what I'm saying, he put his left hand straight up. But then he took his little bow up under him once he got close on him and hit him with it. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can see drama man fly back. Yeah. 
right, right. Nah, not Chill, tonight, young blood. I heard that shit yeah. you said, nigga. Nah, uh, nah, nah. You gonna have to get that out. No you posters. To, <laughs> you gonna have to do your job, and I ain't finna let you do it. Not to me. Not <laughs> Fade tonight. Away. <laughs> you gonna have to catch me slipping. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. What I like also, last point I was about that was cool about John ja Morant is uh, he's so intense with his shit. So I forget what happened. I don't know if he just shot the, he just caught a dunk or something. Either mm-hmm. way, or maybe they were playing Golden State, I think, and somebody on Golden State might have got a shot off or something. Mm-hmm. He might have just banged it. He goes out towards the crowd, and then there's these little kids, like little white kids, like 10 years old or whatever, and they trying to get, you know, trying to get a pound or whatever. But the kid got on the Golden State Warriors jersey. Right, right, right. He look at that motherfucker like, fuck out of here. <laughs> and, then, and then in the post-game presser, he was like, yeah, I felt like he was disrespectful. So, I, nah, I ain't giving him no props. Fuck that. He had, a, he had on a Golden State jersey. You in Memphis. You supposed to have on a Memphis jersey if you want if you want if you want a five from me. He was right. like, you know what? He said, you know what I'll do? If he take his jersey off, I'll give him a jersey. And at that point, I'll give him a five. And I was like, okay, this motherfucker is all the way in. He ain't fucking around. He ain't pandering. He is locked in. Yeah, he locked in. He, he in his space. He in his moment. And, yeah. and as much as like you don't, some people don't want to see it, it's what we came to see. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, nah, like if he, if he giving up, like they take the picture of him giving the Warriors fan, you know what I'm saying, the high five. That's going to be out there forever. You know what I mean? He like, mm-hmm. shit, I'm repping. He repping. You know what I'm saying? He ain't in the, like, trying to trade, get traded to a bigger market and making the scene. He out there showing out right where he at, repping for the hometown team, man. You can't, how you going to be mad at that? That's everything y'all said y'all wanted, you know? That's everything y'all, y'all went against LeBron for, you know what I mean? So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. Shout out to him. I like the other kid, Anthony Edwards, too. Mm-hmm. I think he hurt right now, but he be getting busy, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of cats catching dunks, did you see Did you see Westbrook bang on um, Rudy Gobert? Nah. That shit was crazy. And you could sell, because Westbrook been really having it. He's been having a, a hard go of this shit for a while. <laughs> they call him the West Brick. They really disrespecting him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not, it's not, you know, he's not doing well on the Lakers. And he banged on Rudy Gobert so stupid. And he got, he got, like, he was so hyped that he caught a tech because he was taunting. He would, he went crazy. But uh, yeah, that it was one of them. It was one of them. That ain't hard yeah. for him to go crazy. And it ain't that so yeah. much that he having a bad season. He just making a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, turn, yeah. shit he always been doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Turning over he little mental mistakes. Too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's he he been doing that, you know what I mean? His whole career, but I guess he he making more mistakes now. But you know, he a little step slower, but he I'm watching that shit now. He dunked on he dunked the shit out of his ass. It was ass. crazy. <laughs> it was bananas. They call him one of the dunks of the year. Now that shit was stupid. He was you could tell like all of that pent up frustration. Rudy had to catch that. It's terrible. Yeah, Rudy, but, uh, Rudy yeah, was a man. step late. He was already airborne by the time Rudy yeah, got ready man. to go. And that's crazy because Gobert is seven footer. Yeah. And the Westbrook yeah, yeah, yeah. by six three, six four. Uh huh. I just remember Gobert being the motherfucker, the, the the last straw 
of the COVID shit. <laughs> yeah, he was the COVID Ooh. baby. He was the Wiping child. all of the mics and shit. <laughs> Stepping out. This nigga's Agent Zero. Hell yeah, man. Fucking Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he gave everybody COVID. Fucking ran. Hell yeah. Trying he to deserved play. that. Yeah, man. Stay on that poster. Man, oh, the crazy shit. thing about this poster, I'm looking at it right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the Kang, but my man, the Kang in this poster at the you know, he a bystander, but his ball spot is taking center stage, man. Yeah. Lord yeah. have mercy. <laughs> <sighs> Take it on out. You know. Hey, see what man. happens with that. Yeah. He did it at one point. I felt like there was one video a couple years ago after he won the the, the chip. Mm-hmm. We had the full baldy. And then I guess he let it grow back in. Maybe he, Feel it, he embrace yeah, it. I guess, it, I guess he like it is what it is, man. Shit, it is it's him and KD. Yeah, they both on that. Like, shit ain't hindering. old school. And it might be, it might be, you know what I'm saying? Um, superstitious. Like if I cut my hair, then I'm all the way be a rap. Let me, mm, let me, Samson. Just keep, let me just keep it. Let me keep it going until I'm out the league or something. Right, I, right, 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 right. And I start yeah. wearing hats on y'all niggas. Hilarious. You probably. You know, it's funny, speaking of that, well, not that, but just speaking of, because um, I'm sure cats be coming for him, but I know cats be coming for Durant. They say Durant shit talk is, like, next level, like some of the illest. <laughs> they were saying some of the shit that he be saying on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> it sounds so disrespectful, but it's funny, though. He said, you know, he might score on and they go, like, put somebody in the mixer, and then, or somebody that he just, you know, he just don't think could guard him. Mm-hmm. He said he's been known he'll take a cat by their shoulders, spin him around just so he could read his his jersey. Like, yo, who is this nigga? <laughs> I think that shit is so disrespectful. That's hilarious, though. In the middle of a game, nigga take you by your shoulders, turn you around. I'm like, yo, who is this? That shit is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Shout out to KD and the disrespect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of disrespecting your man, John Morant, you saw that where he... um. Put the ball in the cat's face, and then his man came and yeah, picked carried up him off. Was, oh, <laughs> terrible, carried him off like a young toddler. It was oh, oh. <laughs> anyway. And the dude recognized how ridiculous it was. He was laughing all yeah. the way out. But you know what I'm saying? Even that, like the the drama rant haters would be like, he instigated the fight, but the man wouldn't let him go. He had him hemmed up, like you know what I'm saying. So he couldn't pull right. away. That's why he mushed him with the ball. Uh-huh. So, you know. Yeah, but everybody, they see what they want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Anyway. Uh, speaking of seeing what they want to see, man, did you see this? Uh, did you watch Did you watch Power? I know you ain't really all the way caught up to Euphoria yet. I, I actually watched the first episode of Euphoria. Okay, so you jumped right into season one or season two? No, I ain't go all the way back to season one. I just started with. Where everybody talking about Season. So I could be in the conversation oh, okay. Like that I ain't have okay. enough time right. to but be But did you see Yeah 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 Well that's what she was talking yesterday That's why I was like I don't know if that's gonna happen I was like yeah I'll catch up I said alright I'm gonna catch uh, but up you see, know, You ain't see episode either. two though Not yet Nah nah I, I, I finished oh, okay. episode one Right before we cracked the mic uh, Okay all Yeah yeah so I mean, I you can talk about it If you wanna talk about yeah, it Yeah I yeah I mean Shit you know Like I said I've I've walked in on some episodes you know what I'm saying? I've, you know, passed by, I've sat down and maybe watched 20 minutes of, of like, season one. You know what I'm saying? So I've I seen when, you know, somebody 
when the Mexican drug dealer had the the shit that was laced with fentanyl or something. You know what I mean? Seen that. Um, I seen a couple of little things with the white boy who think he think he bad, but he pretty boy. You know what I'm saying? I think it's Nate, Nate or whatever. So I seen you know Nate. some 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 scenes to kind of understand who's who. You know what I'm saying? Seeing Rue go through her struggles or whatever, um, that type of thing. Um, but I haven't dug in. But um, the way everybody was talking about season two, especially that first episode, I was like, let me see that. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was dope. How they cracked that bitch off. That shit was mm-hmm. like like a shit was like a movie. Like it was like a you know like a Scorsese. Uh, go ahead. I said a Scorsese movie. Yeah, that's what movie I was, 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 yeah, it was like a Scorsese movie, dog. That shit was dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the way they, the music, the, just the way they portrayed the grandma, and mm-hmm. like, I've I've known ladies like that. You know what I'm saying? I got ladies like that in my family, but I've never seen it portrayed in that way, on screen. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was wild to to see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like shit, fuck it, nigga. This is what we doing. This is where we at with it. And uh, yeah. the music cues was, you know, fit. You know, it was like the way that, like you said, like um, when they played that Tupac, it was like uh-huh. they shot that shit like we coming out hard. You know what I'm saying? We gonna mixtape this bitch like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is Tupac ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but this how we going. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right, right. and and for like you said, somebody was saying that they were saying that the young people they weren't playing young music. You know what right. I'm saying? Man, I don't think that mattered because they they did when you got to that house party when it was in context, but when it was just like needle drops, I think they did what they had to do to to set the texture. You know what I'm saying? For for what was what they were showing. So a lot of times being a, a retired music supervisor, a lot of times the music to the scene is more about setting texture as it is historical context. It's more about that than anything. Like that's one of the first things I had to learn. Like uh shout out to uh Paloma Curry, rest in peace, who was the um she did the, she was a music supervisor on Love Jones. But she was like head of music at Sony when we was doing the movies, right? So mm-hmm. just having conversations with her about your music choices. And it's like, you know, you, you don't have to be spot on every time. Like the words to the song don't have to match the visuals because that, that actually, that actually uh, distracts the viewer. You know what I'm saying? So if your shit too spot on, it's kind of distracting because you might get more into the music than you are into the script. So when you watching what they did there, they was they just set a texture that fell fell back, made you want to read the you know what I'm saying read into the script more and watch the characters more because you're not so invested in the song that's playing. So yeah, they killed that shit. Yeah, they killed that. They shit. killed that shit. That shit was like a gunshot. The way that shit opened it up, mm-hmm. just that, just that it was real deal exclamation point type shit. Right. Yeah. Nah, but um, uh, I, I fuck with that little, little Ash. Like, little Ash is little Joe Pesci in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Ashtray. Yeah. He, yeah. He got a little movement in the second episode, too. Nothing crazy, but he was he was on point. He was ready. He's ready to go. He's um, he's like a little um, a, uh, 
amateur boxer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is he trying to in real life? Yeah, he trying to become a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying soon to be champion. I think is is one of his um his bio say something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. trying to become a so a boxing champion. Yeah, if he if he so continue acting with you know what I'm saying with that physical discipline, he can make some good uh some good violent scenes. <laughs> yeah, as we see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing like 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 when you watch an actor. Act a violent scene, but they don't have a violent disposition. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It it's not it don't throw you off because you know sometimes they get it off. You know what I'm saying? So like like say in the case of like a Joe Pesci, you know it worked because they were older Italian. You don't know the culture. You know what I'm saying? Just old guys in suits that you know damn nigga violent. But like when you see a guy that has a violent disposition, you know what I'm saying? You can see that shit. You ain't he ain't got to do a whole lot of movement. You know. That you know, might want right. to leave that motherfucker alone. Now, we talked about this before. <laughs> but, right, 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 right. But yeah, you know. Lord, yeah. So he, no wonder he was able to pull them scenes off like that as a as a kid because he already know the disposition. Uh huh. Yeah. Now he was dope, and I ain't mentioned it last week, but you know, now that you saw it, the Meech cameo was cool too. Yeah. I was like, okay, this motherfucker. Yeah. It's like having two hit singles, right? Like, ah, Meech, Meech. Meech out here, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. In the mix, and he playing yeah. the same character, but <laughs> in a yeah, different with era. the BMF tattoo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it'll be a cool and and hey, why not run that shit? You know what I'm saying? Run that shit. You know? Get your career cool. off, man. I thought he was cool. I thought he, you know what I'm saying? I thought he, I, I think he fits in the environment. You know what I mean? The black kid in this white environment, he could be. You know what I mean? Just be him, be himself, really. And actually, that's his real life. That's how he grew up. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, no, nah, it was cool. He came off. It came off real cool. I'm not sure. We'll see if he shows up any more episodes or whatever. But that shit was a dope look. Yeah, that was a good look. Nice little piece of momentum to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I, you know, if he get to keep it going, he can. You know, his checks gonna be real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, he he about to he about to be lit. What's up? Let's talk about this power situation. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I like it was a little uneventful. Not yeah, uneventful I mean, it was, it was more tactical than anything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. let's set up let's set up these next plays. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, you don't have enough you don't have enough of those types of characters that's super interesting. We not vested in Lorenzo just yet. We definitely not vested in um, Zeke Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Dante is it Dante, Dante? Yeah, Mecca yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever they call him. So we not invested. Who we invested in in this show? Tyreek, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't have a like. You know, Kane might be you know after him, but it's not like on. On power, the regular power, you got Ghost and Tommy. So you vested in them. Like, that's they boys. You know, like, damn, you don't want to see them break up. You don't want to see them fight. But when they go through it, you know how dangerous Tommy is. You know how dangerous Ghost is. So it brings that tension because you invested in them, too, as as good friends. It's like these people are all kind of thrown together. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no real good friends here. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody... Go all the way back except for Monet and, and and Dante, but we ain't know that. He knew on the scene. We don't know where the fuck he been for the last twenty something years. You know what I'm saying? So 
it's like it's hard it's hard to pull off these tactical issues tactical episodes when you don't have the uh investments in the characters just yet what you think of the episode overall well i think it's cool i thought it was cool you know what i'm saying i like the way that tate played his hand you know what i'm saying to try to you know honor Tariq's request <laughs> you know what i'm saying um We'll see how that plays out. But, you know, Tate is always slippery and slimy. Um, I don't see how that one picture have a man step all the way down, though. But we'll see, you know. Um, <clears throat> you know, when uh, Kane was in Davis's Bentley, that was a weird conversation. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they trying to paint Kane and he's just dumb as fuck, but that was a dumbass conversation. <laughs> That shit was silly too At the very end When he's like Yo tell your moms I said hello Kane, Kane. Nigga of, Well of course You just, He outlined the fact That he's Kane In the conversation <laughs> Right Yo right. my name Better not come up right. Okay Whoever you are Your right. name won't come up right. Yeah that was That was weird That was weird mm. That was cool To see the little Bentley truck I mean I had to He had to be driving Something with all these Fucking duffel bags Full of cash He been getting Right But uh But you know Anytime you see somebody Getting in the car In the parking lot It's a You know You already know Something gonna pop (laughs) off You expect that shit To blow up You know what I'm saying Nigga to run up On the window Or some shit So You know Um What else It was something I can't remember What what Monet said But it was like Way too Legalese For the conversation it was like when Kane mm-hmm. came, it was like he the plug gave all the work to to Poppy, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, "Our little side hustle is blowed up." And then she said something back to him. I'm like, "Man, that is, that they could have used some other words than that. That's very a very formal word they use right there." <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like Monet, I didn't take Monet for the you know what I mean the super you know thesaurus ass speaker, you know, paralegal, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm like, ah. But uh, what else was funny about this shit? I guess I guess Dante is saying, all right, Monet, you don't want to play ball with me? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to cut you out the game and make, you know what I'm saying? And then I, I don't know what his plans is for Lorenzo. Maybe this is way of retiring her and exiting Lorenzo out. And, you know what I'm saying? Then he could get his lady and his son back. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that one. I thought that little scene where he pull up on Zeke <laughs> was super corny. Oh, dumb uh, One Zeke. shoe but bigger than the other, huh? too. That shit didn't have your picture on the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke be so, oh, man, so uh, doof. Such a doof. And then it's just... There's a couple things that I just, my things that I just want to see. First of all, Drew about to put in work and then my man says the WYD text. <laughs> that shit was corny. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. You say what now? Drew was about to put in work. When he was, Drew oh. was about to kill homie. Uh-huh. He had his little, he put on his, his mask and shit. He had his gun out. He was following the kid. And then the kid <laughs> types, what are you doing? I miss you. And he's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Put the gun away. I miss you too. I'm coming oh. to see you. I was like, ah, this is bullshit. Oh, he missed uh, <laughs> That shit, somebody got to die. <laughs> I just felt like somebody got to die. Somebody got to die. I think Monet and Diane need to have a quick scrap 
one at least a good a little little two minutes of fisticuffs. <laughs> Cause you can see, you can see that shit just boiling. Like Monet yoked her up a little bit, but Diane is acting like it can't happen. You know what I'm saying? So you're feeling that bit of tension. Uh, Cotty Dodd kind of fumbled at the podium. You know, um, yeah, she dropped the ball. She dropped the ball. She heard. She she felt the people was talking. So that kind of had a look of crazy. They were setting her up kind of whack too. Uh, What's her name? I forget yeah, yeah, the yeah. girl's name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. you know, she felt like she set her up. Like, you know, she wasn't going to give her the good graces. You know what I'm saying? But that, you know, Cotty Dodd was supposed to be above the fray. You know what I mean? But I I'm guess. I'm not even mad at. No, I'm not talking about Lauren. I'm mm-hmm. talking about light-skinned Keisha. I forget her name on the show. But um, that's her name. And that's what, like, her handle in real life or whatever. But she. She kind of was throwing a few shots at her. And I'm like, why are you throwing shots at her? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it that far out there that she was with um, Yeah, it is. Jabbar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's out there. Was a little, it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. That was a little Because that's why they didn't want her to do it. Like, even, you know what I'm saying, the dean right. knew about right. it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's out there. It's hot. Yeah, yeah it's hot. Is hot. Right now. You might want to chill. And Tate was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Tate slimy as always. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't know if that that you know to your point. Maybe that blackface shit ain't gonna be enough. Um, It don't seem like it. It don't seem like it. None of this shit really seem like it's enough. But it be enough just to get through the episode. But I did like that little slick exchange. He was like, I don't take kindly to blackmail. He was like, well, how about blackface? <laughs> and walked off <laughs> on some George Jefferson shit. <laughs> I was like, all right. I've got to say this. From going with zero minutes on the court to now about at least the five to seven minutes, yes, getting her, her little um, her lines in. You ain't getting her residuals. Yes, held the scene. Yeah, yes, <laughs> held the scene. Yeah, yes, going to get some residuals off of that episode. She it's held the time. scene. She, she paid her dues. Yeah. Yeah, if you know what I mean, she been there in the wings for a long ass time. So that was kind of cool. Hello, back and forth. No, 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 we can't put her on the stand. I think. Um, um, I don't know, like you know, what I'm saying. Again, I'm trying to formulate where they were, where they going with Cotty Dot. You know, what I'm saying, and why yeah. she fumbled the ball like that with the people talking. But then I realized that she had a the thing with the sexual addiction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where she was in therapy and all that shit for that. So maybe that, maybe something kicked in on the, you know what I'm saying, on the mental, psychological level that, you know, shook her up from being up there and watching mm. everybody with a business in their mouth. Right, right, right. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, people what done read the book. Like, that's tough. Do I even get up there knowing people done read the book? <laughs> you just got to own it. Say fuck it, damn you know saying, damn me. It. You know what I mean? That's what it should have just owned it. Um, a lot of people that need something needs to happen with somebody. Either somebody got to die or somebody got to step up. Drew's storyline is getting kind of corny because I don't really see. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even see him really wanting to be in power like that. Uh, Kane's so thirsty. But he's so erratic that, you know, you can't really trust him. So I understand that. Um, the Diane thing, 
Again, I just her and Monet need to scrap one time. Uh, Lorenzo, I'm ah, him out of jail is kind of is it the whole shit started. This was this episode wasn't this wasn't one of them. This wasn't one of them. When, um, when Lorenzo showed up with the LV on, it was like ah. <laughs> with the chain and shit. Yeah, he doing too yeah, much yeah. with that little that little tight LV on, short yeah, all high up on high above yeah, his, yeah. his waistline and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that shit was kind of weird. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. The 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 new the woman that was at the meetup. I don't know where she came from out of nowhere, but she right on in the mix. She done kind of took the sushi the sushi chef's position. Who? The sushi man was the the they um. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, 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 the shooter, the girl shooter. Yeah, yeah, out of the blue, she coming through. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then that was another thing that was a little silly. Uh, when they coming through, you know, they do the little the little uh, smoke the smoke bomb or whatever, smoke mm-hmm. grenade, and they coming through. First shooter coming through with the with the silencer. Bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. Quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Next motherfucker come through with the sword off. Boom. Right. Boom. Like, what was the reason to go silent? What are we doing here? But, uh, you know. It is what it is. It's always fun, but you know. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That the tripped out shit about that whole little that drop the smoke bomb and all that shit in there. It's like, okay, y'all go in there, drop the smoke bomb. But then you got beams on your gun. So if niggas wanted to aim, they just aim at your light. You got a light. You know what I'm saying? You got a real target right, right there. Right. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to drop the smoke, you might as well go in, you know what I mean? Blasting mm-hmm. without the, the beam, you ain't supposed to be able to see no way. Yeah. So that was, that was, you know, that was a little weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole, I'm like, what did they do that for? Like, who, like you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, what was the purpose of that? The budget. Was it, it was a, the budget. Was it a target? Because, you know what I'm saying, we don't know who got killed or, you know what I mean? Was right. it to send a message? Like, this this um, Lorenzo Friend. organization is very, it's not being very communicative. Mm-mm. It's very <laughs> random. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These niggas just yeah. doing shit. Like, nigga, at least when Ghost did some shit, we knew why he did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was right. set up. Right. Now, go, yeah. power was real good for setting shit up for a whole season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This shit, they running with no, they going, they running audibles. There's yeah. a lot of no huddle offense. Let's just put some guns in here. We need some shooting this week. Okay. But that's how he came in the game. Remember, that's how, uh, oh, not Lorenzo, pardon me. That's Dante. I was about to say Dante. That's yeah, Dante came, came with the shooting. Yeah. But, man, um, we going to see. Yeah, so I'm I, trying to think that we forget anything else. I had this Old, tattoo uh, for 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nigga, like, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> right, right. That shit was weird. Uh, that's it. We'll see what happens next week. We'll see what happens next week, man. Anyway, no doubt. I think it's time to transform the rollout, brother. You good? You didn't say it all you need to say? Hello, it is. Well, shit. Uh, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Here. Yep.